Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Welcome to the Hebrew Congregation of Houston, episode number 169. All praises to Yah for allowing us to see yet another day, another Shabbat to come before him with just thanksgiving and praise. And so we welcome you as we go before him this Sabbath service. Yeah, I don't have much to say here. I'm just welcoming you also. So um, just be blessed. And just may Yah be glorified. Unfortunately, I guess today it's it's just the two of us. Amen. Everyone else in the congregation is traveling. So we just wanted to still greet you on this Shabbat. Amen. And, and hope that you'll be blessed by what Yah pours out through us. Amen. Amen. So welcome once again. So we're looking at the um, fifth Torah reading for this new year. It's going to be Kaihai Sarah, which means Sarah lived. So we're looking at Genesis chapter 23, verses 1 through 25, verse 18. The half Torah will be 1st King, chapter 1, verses 1 through 31. And the great Hadashah, John, chapter 4, verses 3 through 14. And next week will be told Dot which means generations. And we're looking at Genesis chapter 25, verses 19, to chapter 28, verse 9. The half Torah portion, Malachi chapter 1, verses 1 to chapter 2, verse 7. And the Brit Hadashah will be Matthew chapter 10, verses 21 to 28. And we share those so that you too could break your, your bread as you go before Yah, you could open up the word and, and read it for yourself and just be open and receptive to what Yah will pour into your spirit. Because he always has a word for us, especially a timely word. So it's necessary to break open and feast on the bread that he has laid before us. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, it says, Men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of Yah. And, and so let us feast and enjoy the word and the instructions that he has in store for us. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. If you could hear in the background, we, we have the instrumental for welcome to this place, into this place, and welcome into this broken vessel. He desires to abide amongst the praises of his people. He inhabits the praises of his people. And so we just wanted that to be in our greeting also, because that's what we want. We want him to be welcome into this place, and we want him to take control, that he might increase and that we might decrease. And when we say we, of course, we're talking about our flesh and the desires that are not aligned with him so that he can do a thing through us and in us and through you and in you. Hallelujah. So greetings in the name of the Most High God. We wish you all the blessings in the world. We wish you all of God's favor. We wish you all of his help so that you can walk this walk Amen. and talk this talk Hallelujah. and keep his commandments, which is the expression of our love towards him. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 We're just going to, I guess, go into Shema. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We'll sing the, the uh, yes. version second. Okay. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Shema Israel, Yahuwah, 
Service, uh, we just again just praise and bless Yahoo's song. 
yet we have no rights to this music. But we thank you for the opportunity to come before him. With songs and praises. Hallelujah.
That's when the King of Kings shall come in. When the saints go up in praise, that's when the Spirit shall inhabit this place. When the saints get go, go on in one accord and begin to bless Yahweh, or the Lord is the way they say it, of course. Then the King who is strong and mighty, oh, the King who is mighty in battle, oh, the King of glory shall come in. It reminds me of that psalm where it says, um, Lift up your head, O ye gates, and let the King of glory come, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord, God, strong and mighty. Who is this King of glory? Yahuwah, Sevaot, mighty in battle. Yahuwah, hosts. Hallelujah. He is the King of glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just wanted to correct that in the first verse because I kind of <laughs> crossed it. But I wanted you to get the correct version of that first line because I am not the writer and I didn't want to do him that disservice. But we welcome him in. Who Hallelujah. is this King of glory? Yahuwah. Sevaot. Some people know it as Adonai. Who is strong and mighty in battle. And we lift up our heads. Oh, ye, the gates of Yahushalayim. Be, be lifted up, ye everlasting doors, that the King of glory shall come in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I guess at this point we want to say the blessing of the Torah so that you could Amen. begin. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If a song comes to mind again, and <laughs> I interrupt. <laughs> He's part of me. It's just us today. <laughs> He's used to it. <laughs> it may happen. You know, once, yeah. Yes. And we said we want the king of glory, right, to come in. So, so when he enters in, let him have his way. You know, a lot of times we like to um, try to control the nature of, of the service so much so that there's no room for him. But we're saying let him come in. You know, but that's not what we want to do. You know, that's not what this congregation is about. And I know it might seem weird to you today saying this congregation when it's just the two of us, but what does the scripture say? When two or three are gathered in his name, there he is in the midst. I know there are some who believe you need a minion in order for him to be in the midst. But I tell you this, when two or three are gathered in his name, we have seen Yah's power move when it's just the two of us coming together on one accord. Yah can still be in the midst. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 But we are not alone because there are those of you who are going to be listening to this recording who will join us in one accord and in agreement. And those who are praying for us even now, as we always, Israel should be praying one for another. Rabbi Shaul said, pray without ceasing. Amen. And how do you do that? When your mouth isn't moving, your heart and your spirit still is saying things to other young, communicating to other young. Amen. Amen. Ready? Barugata Yahuwah Adonai Elohim Belecha Olam Asheki Dishinu Bimitzvota Witiwanu Aldebrez Orah Waha Arevna Yahuwah Adonai Elohim Nu Efdebrez Orah Sechon Bifinu Ufifiyotha Mecha Befishwael Amen. 
Blessed are you, Yahuwah, Adonai, our power, King of the universe, who has sanctified us with his commandments and commanded us to study the Torah. Therefore, we beseech you, Yahuwah, Adonai, our power, to make pleasant the words of your Torah in our mouths and in the mouths of your people, the house of Israel, so that we, our descendants and the descendants of your people, the house of Israel, may all know your name and study your Torah. Blessed are you, Yahuwah, who teaches the Torah to your people, Israel. Amen. Blessed are you, Yahuwah, Adonai, our power, King of the universe, who has chosen us from among all the nations and given to us your Torah. Blessed are you, Yahuwah, Adonai, giver of the Torah. start talking he'll say something and I just start singing <laughs> it's probably one of the few people that's okay with me randomly in the middle of a conversation just busting out in song but it just came to mind and I just felt that that time to give y'all that praise hallelujah mm-hmm. for we come to glorify the name of Yahweh we come 
to glorify his name. We've come to glory. I was going to stop. Refy his name. We've come to glory. Refy his name. We come to glory. The name of Yahweh, we come to glorify His name. We're going to stop here. We know if any of you know this song and come from the Christian space, you know it could go further than that if you start adding all kinds of things to it. <laughs> but it came, and, and so I just threw a little bit of it in there to quench off the spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we said the blessing over the Torah. Hallelujah. So we'll now break bread. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We'll go into his his word. And let me say this. Go ahead. Bar bar hu Yahuwah hamaruach leolam wayeh asher natananu pefeha hamahu shamayim b'Meshiyah. Amen. Blessed are you, Yahuwah, our power forever and ever for giving us the doorway to the kingdom of heaven in Mashiach. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I think that also covers the, the part where we, although we've said it in several ways, where we get into that Greek Hadashah portion, you know, because as you know, we do the Torah portion, but we also include some of the Greek Hadashah. And, and remembering that he is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the one who shows us how we are to walk this accordingly. So for mm -hmm. those of us who might have said, I'm human and it's impossible, or like the, the disciples at Tamadine said, who then shall be saved? You know, he shows you how with Yah, all things are possible. With man, it may be impossible, but with Yah, all things are possible. Amen. Amen. Now I've said my peace and words to get out of the way. Mm -hmm. Blessed be the man that cometh in the name of Yahweh. Baruch haba b'shem Yahweh. Amen. Hallelujah. Speak unto the people, Yah. And, and speak through my husband, I pray. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. I, I may interject, but I'm okay. not the one who has well, this plan. It's, it's, it's going to be more of a, I guess, an open floor, hopefully. Yeah. But we trust you. Yeah, trash it out. That, and, uh, yeah. that he leads and he directs. Okay. Um, so we said that the um, the Torah portion for this week is Chaye Serah, or Chayai Serah, which means Sarah lived. And, and so this Torah portion, just a brief synopsis, um, this is where Sarah dies, and, and Abraham um, buys the cave of Machpelah um, in order to bury her. And um, Abraham then sends his servant out to find a wife for his son Isaac. Mm -hmm. um, Rebecca, she agrees, returns, marries Isaac. And then lastly, we see that Abraham takes on a new wife and he remarries. And so this is just a, a, an idea of what this Torah portion is. And so in keeping with, with our Rabbi Absalom, um, we'll take a little peek behind the, um, the curtains and, and maybe say things that you probably know or that you don't. But we pray again that it's going to be a blessing mm -hmm. onto you. Yeah, I know certainly we did know, especially my husband was like, what? No way. What? No way. <laughs> <laughs> While he was reading certain things, you know, we, we there is what we know in Barashit or um, Genesis, but then there is um, or Barashit for some some others. But um, there is what we you know have not come across some of us in Yasha and some of the other books. 
Right. And I guess that's how we go behind the curtains. We look at other books and see those very same stories. And sometimes we get more detail mm -hmm. in, into what's going on. And, and one of the thoughts I had is the idea that oftentimes we look at human interaction on a human-to-human -human level. Mm -hmm. And so we see what one human did, what the other one did in response, and so on and so on. Oftentimes not realizing that on a spiritual level there, there is also interactions that are taking place. And unfortunately, we don't always see or have access to what's happening on, on that level. And I feel like in the book of Yeshua, it kind of gives you an idea kind of helps to fill in um, what we might read or what we do read in, in, in the Bible. You know, the things that we may not have considered that's, that's happening on that spiritual level or, or heavenly level. Mm -hmm. And so we'll try to reveal some of that today to see maybe why some of the actions that people took um, were what they were, you know, and, and so on. But ultimately, we know Yah gets, gets all the praise. And in this story, we're going to see a story of... Uh, romance and sorrow mm -hmm. not necessarily hand in hand but oftentimes you find that romance certainly brings like people alive but oftentimes the ones that you love the ones that you probably love the most mm -hmm. again it says it's appointed unto men once to die so they do pass away and so that's mm -hmm. where the sorrow comes in mm -hmm. and and so in this book we see that it starts off with sorrow yeah, I, it's actually called Faye Sala, mm -hmm. which we Correct. told you before. And if you remember, sometimes, mm -hmm. sometime in the past, that um, usually the name of the Torah portion will start with like what's at the beginning, what's what's first, and so that's why not because it's like it's about Sarah, Sarah and mm -hmm. her only. <laughs> and so continue. Yeah, but um, you can see uh, again. This is um the Torah portion starting off uh, Genesis chapter 23, 23 mm -hmm. verse one, and it says Sarah lived a hundred and seven and twenty years so she lived to 127 mm -hmm. years and so that's where we are starting off and we see that both Abraham and his son Isaac are mourning the death of, of Sarah mm -hmm. right and and so you could see that um, that that's basically what we see on on a human level you know that that she died and and we know that prior to this, that Abraham had just taken Isaac to be offered as a, as a sacrifice unto Yah. Mm -hmm. And Sarah was searching for her son. I mean, we oftentimes talk about the love of a mother, where mm -hmm. she would do anything for her child. And, and so Sarah pined for her son to the point that her life was, was required of her. She, she, she died. You know, and so that's oftentimes what we see. We just think that Sarah came to a natural and timely death. She right. was 127. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes we don't even place the timing when things happen. We read them as separate stories mm -hmm. in the book and, and then or in the scriptures, and we don't realize that this happened after this and that happened after this. Even when my husband and I were having discussions this morning, there were things where I had misplaced them in time. You know, and and you know, it could have even been vice versa for him with the thirty-seven, how mm -hmm. the age, because you know, we a lot of times I know when I was younger and I read that same Correct. text, I was thinking of yes. um, Yitzhak, you too, I did as as a child, a child. like this mm -hmm. little boy that he was going to sacrifice, not this grown man, 
<laughs> and he's like, come on up to the mountain and we're going to push you in. So that also shows there was humility on his part. Correct. But there's a reason for it also why that humility was there on both parts mm-hmm. for, for this thing. And I, I presume that my husband's going to get into that in the story well, that is mentioned. Yeah, sure. You know, but I, I do agree mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I, I, a lot of incidences in, in the Bible, without the background information, we oftentimes mm-hmm. bring our own assumptions. And I certainly assume that Isaac was a child, mm-hmm. you know, having no authority to yeah. to go against his father's desires, you mm-hmm. know, because as a child you do as you are told. That's oftentimes right. what we are told, you know, you, mm-hmm. you do as you are told. Mm-hmm. And then to find out that he was not a child, he was actually a 30-something-year-old man, mm-hmm. you know, um, that he did have the ability to resist his father, but he chose not to. Yeah, he was somebody's child, Correct. but he wasn't a child. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to take a little peek behind the curtain, as Rabbi Absalom would oftentimes say. And so I went into the book of Joshua, and you can see right here, I'm on page 118. And, and so I went back a little beyond our current parasha, it's just a, a little bit of background information. And it says, when Isaac was 37 years old, Ishmael, his brother, was going about with him in the tent. Mm-hmm. Another thing that we oftentimes assume that once Ishmael was sent away, he was removed from the scene. Mm-hmm. But once you go into the background, you realize that Ishmael did actually come and lived with his father. Once um, Isaac was weaned and so on, Abraham was missing his son, and he went seeking after him. And, and found the location where he was. Again, that's, that's background information. And um, he left a message, uh, if you want to look into that yourself with, with, his, with his wife. Mm-hmm. And eventually, um, he came to live, or to spend time with his father, because he understood the message that his father left him. And unfortunately, it took two wives before he actually go visit his father. The first one was said so much of the good wife. Forgive me for saying that, but it, that's what it says. Mm-hmm. And then the second one was a better wife to Abraham's son. And so he left a message and, and um, Ishmael understood the message mm-hmm. that, okay, you found a, a good wife now. And so once he got that message, he came to visit his father. And he was spending time with Abraham. And so now the brothers are having a conversation. I'm saying all of this to get to this point. And they're having a conversation. And, and this really kind of, again, showed me more than I had known previously. That in the conversation, I guess like brothers oftentimes do, Mm-hmm. They're kind of competing, I guess, as to, I guess, who has probably done the most and, and, and so on and so on, who is the most love oftentimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't necessarily I think, think that's that my conversation family, was more like who, but yes. who loves y'all more. Correct, you know, correct. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read a little bit and then we're going to discuss. So I've mm-hmm. highlighted a couple of verses right here. And Ishmael boasted of himself to Isaac, saying, I, am, I was 13 years old when Yah spoke to my father to circumcise us. And I did according to the word of Yah, which he spoke to my father. And I gave my soul unto Yah, and I did not transgress the word which he commanded my father. Again, another belief that we may not necessarily admit, Mm -hmm. that we really thought that Ishmael, once again, he he went a different route. And just forsook Yah. But then it's like the story, if you think of the story of Hagar, and even her, um, or Hagar to some people, where she names that that, um, thing, Bila Hyroi and stuff. Is Billa Hyroy or um no 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 right where she says I because I have seen I have found the God or the Elohim who sees me mm-hmm. right yes it is Billa Hyroy or Bahala Hyroy 
And it's like that would not even exist, the naming of that place, if she had not experienced Yah. So what do you think she would now do with her child having experienced Yah? So when they, I know we, a lot of times we stop at where Ishmael is, is shacking the food, you know? <laughs> and, 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 you know, and she herself is, is showing pride and so they get kicked out. But what happens after that, most of us don't even remember and which changes the course of things. And then you can understand how Ishmael and Rabbi will oftentimes say when it comes to modesty mm -hmm. and dress and stuff mm -hmm. like that, like they still, even now, if you go especially to um, um, Israel, there's a part where you'll see those who um, are, some people believe that they are Israelites who don't know it, but in there, there's still that mix if it's, if it's not the entire group of Ishmaelites and stuff who have been, keep, have the history, they've kept the books, they know what, who their ancestors were and what they did, and they are melanated people. You know, and they are still to this day walking and serving exactly. Yah right. in the way that they know. They may mm -hmm. not have like the full Torah scope that we have, but mm -hmm. the, the Torah that they've been taught from Abraham, they keep it, you know, to the point where that's why they respect those who are the children of the book and they honor them because they know all of that and they, they reverence Yah. Correct. But but the world would have you to believe because there is there is the, the, the religious aspect of, of Islam and, and you know and Muslim thing and then there is the just as Israelites it's a way of life it's not a religion you know it is the same for some of them who have been doing it from their father's father's father tracing all the way back to Abraham where it's like we serve Yah and we dress this way we walk this way etc cetera, etc cetera, because we serve Yah. Uh, probably about when I analyze them and look at the prayer times, I look at from those that I know, you know, from, you know, the spaces that I encounter them, the, um, the, ver the difference, the one difference I would say is probably the tzitzit in terms of, you know, how they are carrying themselves. Now, in the intricate details, I would not know it. And the other thing is the gifting that they give us of the history. There are certain missing pieces of history for us as a people where they have the evidence of who we are and hold it. And a lot of times when some of our people now are searching out and looking out, they're able to come to them. So y'all even in plan B can do great things. You know? I guess the point I was trying to make is, is the sense Sorry that there, there's a common beginning. Mm -hmm. And so oftentimes while we think those things are separated, Mm -hmm. You know, you, you could go back and realize if it's all stemming from Abraham, we talk about Father Abraham, mm -hmm. you know, would have to believe that mm -hmm. he, he gave his sons the mm -hmm. same teaching, mm -hmm. you know, and, and so we could see here where Ishmael is talking about being obedient to, to the words of Yah, and he hasn't forsaken the words of Yah. Mm -hmm. and, and so again, that's why we're kind of taking a peek behind the curtain to see that. Again, there is certainly a common beginning. Abraham did not leave his family and go into the land of Canaan to have that, I, I would assume as a father, that mm -hmm. you would have where your sons are not receiving that same training because you are called him out. Mm -hmm. And so you'd have to instruct your children in the way that they ought to walk. Because again, everything that you do is, is about pleasing you. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and so I'm saying that to see that Yitzhak is admitting, you know, because remember he was circumcised. Right, you know? right. So, and I, I just want to interject something that just came to mm -hmm. mind was also like people will say, well, what about those, you know, Arabs that are doing things that, that are against Yah's will or seem like wickedness, et cetera, et cetera. But remember, there's a lot of offspring, just the same way there's a lot of offspring from Abraham. There's a lot of offspring, including the wife that, um, that he said he was not, my husband said he would not get into the subject, the wife that Ishmael put away after the letter from his father because she was asking all inappropriate. She had children. 
and she had raised those children t toxically. Correct. And that was part of the reason. She was not raising them in righteousness, and he was like, mm -hmm. this woman will not do. That thing. You know? And so she got put away for, for acting in, inappropriately. And Correct. so only Yah knows how far that lineage goes. Well, actually, I think there is a part of it that is in the Bible going further in, if you look into it, what happens to that part of the generation and those set of people. And so sometimes that thorn in, in Israel's flesh that keeps coming back, there's connections to it we don't know. And we have to know the whole story. Sometimes we just look at part of the story and we say, well, all we know is that these Ishmaelites kept coming for us, but which Ishmaelites are they? You know? I mean, things, so, things certainly happen even in, in, in mm -hmm. families. Yeah, but not, not to go too far. But that, just again, just to give you a, an insight. Yeah, right? I don't know how we done so this. I mean, perhaps the, the other thing is that way, we so. knew that um, <laughs> again. We, we already the idea that Isaac was not as young as mm -hmm. we may have thought initially. He's actually mm -hmm. in his thirties, thirty-seven to be exact. Mm -hmm. And um, he and Ishmael is having that conversation, mm -hmm. and we can see the the what preceded where Abraham then takes Isaac is actually mm -hmm. was that. Isaac himself spoke, and he says, Isaac answered Ishmael, saying, I'm looking at the 43rd verse, um, and Isaac answered Ishmael, saying, What doest thou boast to me about this, about a little bit of thy flesh, which thou didst take from thy body, concerning which Yah commanded thee? As the Lord liveth, as Yah liveth, mm -hmm. and as the Elohim of my father, Abraham, if Yah should say unto my father, Take thy thy son, Isaac, and bring him up, an offering before me, I would not refrain, but I would joyfully accede to it. So again, we were talking about the idea that Isaac was not an infant when his father took him up to be sacrificed. He was older, mm -hmm. but he did not resist, you know. And, and so that made me think of the idea that we have to be so careful with our words that we say, don't make a vow before Yah and not keep and it. not keep it because He <laughs> will hold you. To yeah. your word. And there's a phrase we also say, be careful what you pray for, right. right? Or what you say before Yah, you know, before Yah's presence. I remember when we were um when we were younger, my parents used to always make it known that Yah's Yah was ever present. And so mm -hmm. like there were times we were like, You gonna say that you're gonna lie before the presence of Yah? <laughs> you know. Of course then we were saying before the presence of the Lord, but we would we would remind the other person when, when it was convenient for us, of course, because we were children, you know, that they're saying this thing before the presence of like now do you still mean what you say? <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. And so it's like there was that that knowledge that Yah is forever listening. The heavenly courts are forever listening. We yeah. actually will see as my husband um, you know, goes He's further. And so don't say things too lightly, mm -hmm. you know. Exactly. Yeah, it says exactly. yeah, don't say things too lightly. With your words. You might He's listening. Yeah. He's listening. Be careful what you wish for, you just might get it. All of those things are there's reasons for it. <laughs> in, in our looseness we may Mm -hmm. in haste, in rush, in confusion, say certain things, mm -hmm. and now we're wondering why certain events are taking place in our life. Because yeah. on a spiritual level, those words went forth into the heavenlies, and, and those words were heard. Yeah. You know, so we ought to be careful. Even in terms of how we interact with our siblings, mm -hmm. you know, um, we, we ought to love them. Recently, I was talking to a few people just saying, you know, like, my cousins and I, we, we never had quarrels and beefs. Because to me, my cousins were like my siblings, and, and I loved them with the love of a sibling, that I could go to the house, they could come to my house and, and have breakfast. Well, not my mm -hmm. house, but you know what I'm saying, because I was a kid. But, uh, and, and have breakfast, and have lunch, and have dinner. It was never an issue that their mom would chase me away mm -hmm. and be like, we're about to eat, it's time for you to go home. I was right. welcomed. Right. 
and and so just be very careful and so mm -hmm. that's all i'm trying to say as i as i get into the background and the day arrived sorry let's go back right here and you heard i'm looking at 45 and you heard the words that isaac spoke to ishmael and it seemed good in the sight of yah and he taught to try abraham in this matter and so that's where the torah portion then takes us but this is the, right. the background of what leads to Abraham being asked to to offer Isaac as, as an offering. Yes, and and you see that it's a conversation that That's was right. had, but yet Yah says mm -hmm. between siblings. Mm -hmm. So you know, my father would always say this thing that um, Yah, even though we have a choice, but at the same time Yah is still in control. And so it's like while he had a choice to say the thing, but it's like Yah's intention and his plan was there. And so it's like. When we read this, it kind of seems like Yah's like, aha, I did not think of that. But I highly doubt <laughs> yeah, that Yah yeah, did not think of that. He's all knowing. <laughs> but it's more like a thou has well said, <laughs> you know, when, when you yeah. hear, when you would hear That's Yeshua right. say that to mm -hmm. some of the people, and he would say, thou has well said, where it's like, hmm, good idea that you came up with mm -hmm. that I influenced you too. <laughs> you know, but continue, babe. At 46, and the day arrived when the sons of Yah came and placed themselves before Yah. And Hasatan had come with the sons of Yah before Yah. So again, we, we see that he's coming and, and presenting, and, and he's, he's accusing Abraham of, um, I guess, forgetting Yah. So he says to Yah, hey, you're not that Abraham guy <laughs> that you blessed with a son, mm -hmm. and now that he has a son, it's now been 37 years, if I recollect correctly. Mm -hmm. He hasn't brought any sacrifices to you, has he? Mm. You know, and, and so that conversation is taking place in the heavenlies, right? And when thou givest, and this is Hasatan speaking, right? I'm looking at verse 49. Mm -hmm. um, thou givest them the things which they require from thee. They sit at their case and forsake thee, and they remember thee no more. And so he's pleading his case and saying, hey, Abraham has forgotten about you. Abraham don't know anything about you. And yeah, will now repeat the very words that Isaac mm -hmm. had spoken, mm -hmm. right? Even from the time of his son's birth, this is still Hasatan, mm -hmm. till now, being 37 years old, he built no altar before thee, nor brought any offering to thee, for he saw that thou doest give what he requested before thee, mm -hmm. and he therefore forsook thee. Mm -hmm. Verse 54, and Yah said to Hasatan, hast thou considered my servant Abraham? Doesn't that all sound familiar to you? Down to the him pitching his yeah, and that all that that he has, you blessed him with. I know you guys are thinking of Eov or Job right now, the book of Job. But it's interesting because this is before the time. Well, he know. does say he's he's yeah. the accuser of the brethren. Yeah, people so. say we can't place the time of Eov, but we mm -hmm. do know that he's an Edomite, which means that he would have to have existed after. Yitzhak and, and his mm -hmm. wife had their children and be part of their descendants. So we know this Correct. is prior to. This is prior to. Mm -hmm. you know, but he's certainly making the accusation. We know he says he goes to and fro. Right. Seeking know, whom seeking he may devour. Whom he may. And, he, and they so, call him the accuser of the, of brethren. the brethren. And you can see here, literally, that's how he, it's like he comes before the heavenly courts, bringing up accusations. accusations. That's right. And saying, I noticed that your boy over yeah. here <laughs> is, is not, not offering you praises. You're saying he's, he's one of yours, but I don't know. <laughs> you know, just look like at him now. <laughs> do a favor and, and they forget about you. Mm -hmm. You know, and I mean, having said that, just on a human level, since we're talking about seeing things on different levels, mm -hmm. um, oftentimes we do things, and, 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 and I know as humans we do want 
gratitude, but honestly, when we do certain things, we, we have to understand that it is done unto Yah and not, not unto the person that you did it unto. And if they are grateful, wonderful. And, and if they are not, wonderful. Mm -hmm. You know, the Bible does say all things works together for the good of those. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? So um, keep that in mind. That He also does say that when we do things secretly, that He's the one that's going to reward us. Mm -hmm. So don't necessarily always look for that, that gratitude on, on a human level, but, but trust. Mm -hmm. He is watching and He is seeing. Um, um, and Yah said, oh, okay, let's continue. A perfect and upright man before me, one, of, one that feareth Yah and avoideth evil. Mm -hmm. As I live, were I to stay unto him, Abraham, mm -hmm. bring up Isaac thy son before me. He would not withhold him from me much more if I told him to bring up burnt offering before me from the flock or herds. And Hasatan answered Yah and said, Speak then now unto Abraham as thou hast said, and thou wilt see whether he will not this day transgress and cast aside thy word. Mm -hmm. so, so we see again just a little background information before getting into So you could see where the setup is. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and so once that has taken place and Yah now speaks to Abraham, again that was last week's story portion, he, he then obeys. Mm -hmm. But right here, let's read a little bit more for you. My son Isaac is grown up and he has not for some time. This is Abraham now speaking unto Sarah, his wife. Okay, he now wants to offer Isaac up as an offering. And so he has to find an excuse or a reason why. To mm -hmm. leave home because mm -hmm. we know that Sarah had uh, Isaac in her late age mm -hmm. at an age where she said women had stopped knowing the ways of women mm -hmm. so she was beyond menopause <laughs> and mm -hmm. so you knew that she held her son very close yeah this was like a when I thought there was no hope this is this is this is hope right here <laughs> so yeah. so she kept an, a close eye on her son even to the fact mm -hmm. again going back to the previous one where the reason why um, Haggai was put away because Sarah had overseen Ishmael at that time, threatening the life mm -hmm. of Isaac, and, and that's why he had to be separated at that point in time. Mm -hmm. You know, so so mm -hmm. she kept a very close eye to her son, and so Abraham makes the excuse that he has to take his son. He's like, it's been thirty-seven years, mm -hmm. and Rabbi oftentimes speaks about that. Where again, we talked about there being a, a common beginning, mm -hmm. where they, they had training from Shem, who had received training from Noah, Noah mm -hmm. who had received who had received training from Enoch mm -hmm. in terms of Torah, in terms of the word and the instructions that Yah had um, mm -hmm. provided to his people. Mm -hmm. So he said, you know, it's time that I take Isaac to, to Shem and Eber, Eber being the son of Shem, where we talk about when Minister Griff had spoken on this, that's mm -hmm. where the name Hebrew is arrived from or derived. Yeah, from because Eber. we would have said Ebri or Ebri, mm -hmm. we would have said Ebri, Ebreeds those types of things which then you can understand how the Nigerian people are called Igbo or they would even say Igbos, you know, the Igbo people when they were capturing the them in mm -hmm. captivity and advertising Amen. and they would Amen. say this many Igbos, you know, but it, it comes from that, so that it, root it, is, it is certainly mm -hmm. a continuation and so he, he wants to take him so that he could receive that training mm -hmm. from his forefathers because they were still alive and, and so she offers it but she goes through quite a turmoil to let her son go. And, and he said that she was she was crying and weeping all night long before the morning before they left. 
and and so she dressed her son wherewith or with a turban upon his head, make sure he was looking good and mm-hmm. so on and so on. As much as often. Sound like do. a melanated you know brother. Make sure he's sharp, sharp. <laughs> <laughs> he's going before the presence of Yah. Right. He can't go any other any so kind of he's way. He's going to get training <laughs> and the instructions of Yah. Yeah. And and so she sends him off. Mm-hmm. And and so again, just continuing that story. So of course she she permits it, and and so he goes and. Um, and, and this is where the story takes a turn. She's already remorseful for having her son live her, even if it was just for, for, for training, supposedly. Mm-hmm. And she receives word that her husband is offering her son up as an offering unto Yah. Mm-hmm. And she is taken to even a higher level of mourning because she's like, wish I had been the one in your place. You know, because, it, again, remember, this is the child of her old age. Mm-hmm. And so she receives wood and she's searching and she's going all over the place trying to find and rescue her son. Mm-hmm. And despite her searching, she can't find him. Mm-hmm. And so she's at that point where she has lost all energy and she has nothing more left in terms of energy to search. And then Hasatan again returns onto her and tells her, I lied, your son lives. And they said the excitement of that moment was so great that her spirit departed from her body. Mm -hmm. And and so that's where this Torah begins where Mm -hmm. Sarah lived 127 years. She's now passed away and Mm -hmm. they are in the process of of burying her. Mm -hmm. Okay? So that's just a a couple, a little bit of a a pick behind the... um, the window. Yes, one more pick before we catch up with, with this this week's story. But I I, mm-hmm. I realize the heaviness of this. The mm-hmm. wickedness of Hasatan is mm-hmm. there, but we already know he's, he's wicked, wicked, right? But mm-hmm. I realize the heavy the the heavy weight of this because this means if Abraham and his son Yitzhak were up there doing the sacrifice away from Sarah, mm-hmm. that means that when they come down, she's no more. She's not. She's, she's no, no more. And, so it's like you leave and she's fine, or that she seems exactly, fine, and she comes back down, and there's the no mama, no in. wife, and you, and that's you know that they the love her dearly. That's the sorrow so, right there. And I, I think it's even tougher having a loved one that you don't get to mm-hmm. say goodbye to. I mean, oftentimes, as on, on a human level, mm-hmm. um, even if someone is aged, we still want to be able to spend time with that person, mm-hmm. you know, before knowing that that they that they moved on. Right, you know, have some last to moments. To have, have a last that. moment with them. And and so, I guess mm-hmm. I could keep going because we know that this portion just talks about the fact Isaac is telling his father, you know, make sure you bind me properly so that I don't. So you see, he wasn't resisting. And then, so the words he had spoken he to his brother. He may even very well have remembered. He kept those. You and know, so he acceded. But, but this is the portion we're talking about where, again, he appears before Sarah and tells her what he tells her. And, um, he says he lies to her and so on, saying that Abraham had killed, and then come back and tell her that he hadn't. You know, and Sarah lifted up her voice and wept and cried out bitterly on the account of her son. So that's where she's first hearing the word. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna skip going. That one and, makes uh, me think of when we were young. Remember that song, the Hasatan is a sly old fox. If I could catch him, I'd put him in a box. Lock the, Lock the box and throw away the key for all the tricks he has played on me. Amen. And I mean, we as children of Israel, we know tricks upon tricks. Right. Like even to the point where we didn't even know who we watchful. were. Amen. <laughs> like tricks upon tricks. And some of that is, yes, our disobedience. But there has been since then several tricks where it's like it's a strong delusion that it's Correct. hard to get a lot of our people out of. 
It's, you know. it's amazing once you believe the thing because she really yeah. did believe. But that's the charges yeah. against yeah. him in the end, Correct. actually, is because he deceiveth the deception. whole world. That's right. He says that the charges are that he deceiveth mm -hmm. the whole world, and you can see that it's just like nothing but a liar. Correct. <laughs> yes. And it's amazing how that very deception then led to, to that humanly sorrow. Mm -hmm. Because when we buy into this and then we take certain actions, mm -hmm. that of course has consequences. Yeah. Which is why it's important to know Yah's voice too, so that you are not deceived by another voice or a stranger you will not follow. So, in terms of what you were speaking where they go up and Sarah is alive and they come down and she's, and she's, she's no more mm -hmm. but but the, the worst thing is that when they do go back she's not there and, and so this is this portion right here verse 88 and Abraham sought for Sarah and could not find her mm -hmm. and he made inquiries concerning her and they said unto him she has went as far as Hebron mm -hmm. to seek you both where you had gone for thus was she informed. So remember we said she was informed. She was told about this. Mm -hmm. And she went after them. Mm -hmm. You know, seeking. And so now that Abraham and Isaac has returned home, she's nowhere to be found. And keep in mind, they live in Beersheba. Because that's where they lived. And so she has gone to Hebron in search of them. And that's where Abraham and Isaac then went to find her. They went to Hebron. And when they found they found that Sarah was dead, and they lifted up their voices and wept bitterly. So we talk about that, mm. that sorrow. You can imagine the wailing that, and how high they lifted their voices at that moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he says, no, no, that's fine, because they, they wept greatly with, with them on account of Sarah, and they mourned over her for a great, heavy mourning. So they left, and Sarah was alive. And when they returned, Sarah was no more. And that's what we get into this week's mm -hmm. parasha, which is in Joshua chapter 24. Of course, we know we're coming from Genesis. And so he's now negotiating mm -hmm. because he wants a place to bury his, his wife. And so he says, I'm a stranger and a sojourner with you in your land. Give me a possession of a burial place in your land that I may bury my dead before me. You know, and, and so upon her death, upon him mourning, he now has to bury his wife, and he needs a, a place. And so he goes into negotiation with the Canaanites, because he now lives in the land of Canaan. He doesn't possess any of those land. Those land belong to the Canaanites. At that time. At that time. And so he goes into negotiation, and he wants to buy. And they offer him, they say, you know, just pick a place, bury your, your dead. We won't, we won't hold that against you. Mm -hmm. And we often talk about there's, there's a certain belief, you know, in, in just human kindness, where you treat people kindly. You know, you see him mourning. The people around knew it was it wasn't a secret that they were mourning. Mm -hmm. yeah. Again, it, it was so sorrowful mm -hmm. that they said, you know, just pick a spot, bury your dead. It's, it's no big thing to us. But yeah. he insisted, no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we I kind of know that kind possession. of sorrow. That's right. That crying that makes your mm -hmm. teeth tremble mm -hmm. and all of that and everything you quiver, you know, unfortunately. But, you know, yeah. And, and it's not, that's that's just one that we wish it's upon tough. no one, but some, some people must mm -hmm. go through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, but I was thinking about the fact in terms of that wanting to possess. Okay, mm -hmm. we talk about the fact that he was he was told he could just bury his, his wife and whatnot, but he insisted that he wanted it because he wanted it to be something that he owned mm -hmm. that would become sort of a, a family plot where the mm -hmm. family could now use because realize when when you 
in his current situation where he's a soldier and he really has no ownership to anything mm -hmm. and, and so he knows that at any point it could be reneged mm -hmm. you know and, and could you imagine where you have now buried somebody that you've been so mourning for and you're not denied access to that burial plot mm -hmm. you know even if you wanted to just again save it as a spot where you yourself because we know in the end yeah. he will be buried as well so, yeah, I mean, I thought of that when mm -hmm. we um, buried our loved one mm -hmm. and stuff, and I was like, okay, y'all forbid something happens, you know, the way this way the world is going, and we know what the the book has prophesied mm -hmm. about the future and such, and I'm like, okay, but we have this child buried, mm -hmm. you know, here, mm -hmm. and and what? So all of a sudden, it's like it hadn't occurred to me at first, and then all of a sudden, it was like, okay, so what happens in that time to the child that is buried here while you just go and say, ooh, escape, what do we do? What's the plan and stuff? Because we did not have the luxury of saying, we know this is the land that Yah will place us in. Let's buy some lot and stuff and make sure that they, the person is already there yeah, when we are. Something thing, that but but that will have to be in Yah's hands. But you know, ironically, I think of um, when the children of Israel was in Egypt, um, that was, um, Israel, mm -hmm. Jacob's desire, do you remember? Mm -hmm. um, when he passed, that they, they, take they his took bones. his bones. Yeah, and I and thought of that too when I read that. To story. the land of mm -hmm. Canaan. And again, where you think yeah. they're going to bury him, the very mm -hmm. place, the cave that, that yeah. had been purchased. Yeah. So again, recognizing the importance, I guess, of ownership mm -hmm. of certain things, not not saying a burial ground is, but again, the fact that mm -hmm. this now becomes a family plot. And he did want to pass that on, considering that you told him mm -hmm. that this would be an inheritance yes, yes. to him and to his children yeah. and his children's children's children. Right. And of course, it was supposed to be a perpetual ownership. And Mishpacha, remember, we're just drashing things out. We're yeah. having conversation. conversation. Hallelujah. You know, so mm -hmm. things will come out. I know you'll be like, but get back to this. <laughs> How do they end up here? But that is what drashing out. It's like you're drawing mm -hmm. out things, the issues of life. You yeah, know, it, from it, it from Yah's word, from his things, his scripture, tie mm -hmm. things together. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's and all, it helps you uh -huh. relate also to mm -hmm. apply it to your life because that's what this is supposed to be. These instructions are so su supposed to be so that you will live. Not to take from my big fat Greek wedding, but there's a point where he says, "I gave you life, one of the parents, so that you could live it." It was the mother, I believe, and that's kind of like the same thing here, where it's like Yah, he said he gave us life and he would have us live it more mm -hmm. abundantly, mm -hmm. and that is what the Torah is supposed to be about. That's why when Yahuwah Shai comes, he's like, the Torah was not supposed to be a burden. It was not supposed to be something that, that you know, you cannot walk in. It was supposed to be something to help you have an abundant life. Where blessed shall you be in the city. Blessed shall you be in the field. Blessed shall you be when you come in and when you go out. When you come in and when you go out. You know, so. Certainly. You know, I, 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 I kind of pause there for a minute just to show in terms of the kindness mm -hmm. You know, obviously things in the land are different now, but there was certainly a certain human kindness one to another. Mm -hmm. Where, mm -hmm. which makes you ask, how where did how did Cain Canaan get into that place where their land was being taken from them later? Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying there's there's more hostility. Mm -hmm. um, the Canaanites certainly. Yeah, because the 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 era was before Yah. That was why they lost it. But it also shows there's a possibility that there was a point where he said, this is your land, and gave it to them. And now it's like, you know, because we see that all the time. We see it now happening before our eyes where generations come and they change the behavior. So one generation could serve Yah faithfully. The next generation is an abomination before his eyes. And, and so they you have know. to certainly mm -hmm. be a, a cleansing. Yeah. Because Yah will not dwell in, in, in mm -hmm. filth. Yeah. But... Um, 
I said 24 verse 10. Mm -hmm. uh, again, showing that he did have possession. That the cave and the field Abraham bought from Ephraim, from Ephron, sorry, the Hittite. Mm -hmm. um, and, and from his seed, and from those that go out of this city, and from their seed forever, are to be a purchase to Abraham and to his seed, and to those that go forth from his loins mm -hmm. for a possession of burial place forever and be put assigned to it and testified it with witnesses so abraham again was very instrumental in making sure that um, he, he, he possessed that but he also did it in the presence of witnesses who could testify to the fact that he had indeed purchased that that piece of land that was mm -hmm. now in his family and again when when he passes he will be buried there as well next to mm -hmm. his wife um so we, we talk about this this torah portion being very sorrowful and again this this is where and, and i hope you could on a heart-to-heart -heart level connect to this the fact that you leave somebody and they're alive and you return never having said goodbye and that person is now dead just imagine the sorrow mm -hmm. that that you would have to that you would experience in such a situation mm -hmm. you know but but thank you he always provides opportunity for, for life and it seems like romance is oftentimes that vehicle that he uses mm -hmm. because to comfort, um, to comfort. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it does say that in his word that Abraham now thinks about his son Isaac mm -hmm. and it, just in, before I get to that Definitely. we talked about the lie he told Sarah he does um, allow Isaac to go spend time with Shem and Eber where they would they teach him and he spends three years with his mm -hmm. forefathers, his great grands, mm -hmm. um, receiving instructions of Yahweh. Now that could have not walk. been mm -hmm. a lie too big, yeah. I consider, because, and I thought that even when you said well, the first time that he lied, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. remember there are many ministers who believe that he, with, with the promises mm -hmm. that um, Yah had given through this, this lineage and this mm -hmm. thing that Yah doesn't break his promises. Yeah. And so he was like, even if he does kill right, him at this moment, right. he's gonna have to raise him up because the promise right. is through this That's child. Right. And, that, and that so was he, his so, ended, yes. so it was like his faith, you know, he's like by faith, believing what Yah has told me. And we know that um, Rabbi Shaul talks about that in the um, Brit Hadashah and talks about all those people, our forefathers mm -hmm. who had um, faith and, and by faith they did yes. this. And this was one of the things that was mentioned that by faith he went up to that mountain well, sacrificing I mean, the only child that I mean, had been yeah. given to him a right, promise. Right, right. You know, believing mm -hmm. that Yah was going to do yeah, something yeah, about faithful. the situation. Yeah, Yah is faithful, faithful to the promises that he makes. Yeah. And so it's like Yah said this child yeah. would have make many generations. So we're gonna go to Eber, even yeah. though I'm going so it's like, yeah, yeah. we're gonna do this sacrifice I'm, I'm, that Yah has. But we know we know I'm going we're going to, to Eber and Shev. We know we're gonna get this learning. The, the long route. Yes, and of course, you know, I'm, yes. I'm paraphrasing in colloquial and modern terms that last part. I'm sure Abraham wasn't speaking. We're going to get this so, learning. So, I mean, we know that a lot of his actions were certainly counted to him for faith, yes. by faith, mm -hmm. um, as faith. Yeah. And so, yes, maybe, mm -hmm. maybe it was faith yes. knowing that. It was that, accounted okay. unto him righteousness. Now, not to say that he had in himself provided instructions for mm -hmm. his son, or his son, because he did. But again, receiving it from the ones who taught him, I think certainly bears some weight mm -hmm. and so he does send um, Isaac to Shem and Eber where he spends mm -hmm. three years receiving instructions mm -hmm. from them in, in terms of the way of Yah and um, at that point he also sends his servant 
back to his homeland because he says, do not, Abraham comes to the point he realizes, you know, his wife has died, his brother Nahor has passed, that he's certainly of the age. And he says, before I pass, I would like to get a wife for my son. And he sends his servant, Eliezer, mm -hmm. to where his father was from, Terah, mm -hmm. to, to, to get a wife for Isaac from his, his family. And, and we know the story where the servant goes and, and prays to you, saying, yeah, you know, um, let the, the young lady that comes to the, to the well, let me ask her water. And if she says, you drink and I will fetch your commons water as well, okay. that she would be the one. And it happens that even before he was finished praying, mm -hmm. it unfolded that way <laughs> where Rebecca showed up. And, um, that's oh, exactly that. Because when I was growing up, especially, my mom used to make us read the Bible a lot. We'd say we bored, and I guess her grandmother, my grandmother, her mother would say the same thing to her, so she just passed it on. And she'd be like, go read the Bible. It has lots of stories. And when I was reading, so a lot of this stuff, the first time I was reading it, I was a child with a childlike imagination. And so I was just laughing like that childlike imagination just returned to me where it's like, it's like before he could finish, he's like, yeah, it would be nice if you, and, and it's like she just comes showing up, like <laughs> right before he finishes his sentence, he was like, "Bam!" Yes. As, as, as you desire. Yeah, as you desire. Yeah, and so it's like he didn't even finish the sentence. The thing has appeared. The person but has you appeared. See too, we know that. Yeah. Prior to um, Eliezer going on this journey, um, when Abraham says, "I need you to go find a wife. Do not take a wife from my wife among the Canaanites." Mm -hmm. um, I put a little asterisk there because I'm going to come back to that. Um, he tells him. You know, like, go forth. Yaz, Yaz angels will be with you and make, make your journey smooth. Things will work out as intended. Because Eliezer was even concerned. He says, well, what if she doesn't want to come back? Is it okay for me to then take your son to her? And Abraham was like, mm-mm. I left that place. That, don't do. You will not do that. And he was very adamant about it. Mm -hmm. I know, not trust. looking back. We're not, we're not going back. To the plow and back. We're not going back. Mm -hmm. we, we've moved on. We're not returning to that spot. Mm -hmm. You know, just trust y'all that everything's mm -hmm. going to work That's out. That's a word right there too. And, There's some um, people wanting to go back to mm -hmm. certain places, mm -hmm. and y'all's like, I've removed mm -hmm. you. Go get a wife from there, from but there. he's not returning. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, and so they moved on, mm -hmm. and things worked out smoothly, and we know that Rebecca comes back with Eliezer mm -hmm. and. Isaac takes her. Um, Abraham then calls him back from his study, and by the time Re Rebecca gets to mm -hmm. Canaan, mm -hmm. he's back yeah. walking in the field, and she goes, "Wow, who is yeah. this?" Right. And he goes, "Wow." Mm -hmm. It's almost mm -hmm. like going back to, I guess, Adam and Chua, when he said, "Wow, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh," and and so there's something when God has ordained something that. Mm -hmm that is genuine and and so that union becomes blessed mm -hmm. and and so now we get to the part of rejoicing and the, the word does says that mm -hmm. rebecca comforted him and, and i'm talking so in terms of the sorrow that he had been experiencing on the death of his mom you know and and so now yah had blessed him with a wife who could now i guess mm -hmm. i guess motivate or inspire where he could now move on. Not saying that we ever forget our loved ones when they mm -hmm. pass away. Yah knows that my daughter will never be forgotten. Mm -hmm. uh, she's always come into my mind. So, so not not saying that, but now he has reason. Romance, which brings about 
mm-hmm. joy mm-hmm. once again mm-hmm. in into his life. Right, right. So. <laughs> um, you may be going through certain situations and, and you don't necessarily see a way. Mm-hmm. All you see is the grief that you are going through. Yeah, knows, mm-hmm. you know. But I, I trust that there's just a glimmer of light where you know in your being that this will not be forever. Yeah. It says morning cometh. They come mm-hmm. for breaking in that darkness in the night. Yeah. We just need to continue to trust and believe mm-hmm. that he's faithful. Mm-hmm. To his word. Mm-hmm. And he's his that song and he'll mm-hmm. do it again. Mm-hmm. My mom loved that song and make us sing it. <laughs> like we were her backup singers when she would sing it oftentimes. But so it, it I, I haven't thought of it in a while, but there was a time where it was like every mm-hmm. every Sunday, every all day of the week that song was playing or and if it wasn't playing she was singing it and says, You may be down and think that you has somehow forgotten. That you are faced with circumstances that you can't get through. Well, he's a God of the stars, the sun, the rain, and he is your above. And he's proven time and time again that he'll take care of you. And he'll do it again. He'll do it again. If you just take a look at where you are now and where you've been. Well, hasn't he always come through for you? He's the same now and then. You may not know how, you may not know when, but he'll do it again. And we'll just we'll just end it right there. It goes in to say, yes, he's still Yah, and he's fighting for you. Yes, he's still Yah, and he'll do that for you and all that. But it's just basically, it's reiterating who Yah is and what he will do for his people. You know, and I I can't promise you that it's a melanated singer that that sang it first and wrote it and all that, but it still resonates in its scripture. So I'm keeping it. Wonderful. Yeah, but... um. For those of you who are sensitive to Just such things, be, be encouraged. You know mm-hmm. that that he will do it again. Mm-hmm. You know we'll talk. If he did it, then he'll he'll certainly, you know, he said that he's he's no. In terms of people, he, he sees us all as his children, and so if he did it for our forefathers, he'll certainly do it. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, the days of the morning pass, and Abraham sent his son Isaac. Mm-hmm. Um, let me just. I want to also get to another point. This is the portion I, I told you about. Again, you can mm-hmm. hopefully read this in your own. He said he sends him to get a, a wife from his birthplace. Mm-hmm. And I want to get to the point. And, um, I didn't want to get there yet. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but you are there. But I am there. Um, but I, I not only did Abraham took care of Isaac, making sure that he had a wife, mm-hmm. you know, because again, Keeping with Yah's promise that this would be a possession, not just to Abraham, it wouldn't end with Abraham, but Isaac again being the promised son that it would mm-hmm. be in their lineage. Mm-hmm. And so now that he set Isaac, Isaac up with a, with a wife back from his birthplace, 
and, and of course I have my I, I felt like it was necessary that it had to be someone from from there because now that he possessed I in my thinking that if it was a Canaanite that he married we, we've seen the issues when we discussed last time with Rabbi in terms of what happens um, that not, not all Canaanites are equal in the sense that they're not all given to the way of Yah and, and so certain children as we saw with, with Judah where what his children did you know um, that it needed to be someone and it seemed like Rebecca was the right one you know because again and knowing that there was a common place they all knew they were all taught about Yah and so they knew what Yah expected and his mm -hmm. ways you know and, and so it, it seemed fitting but what threw me for a little bit of a loop is that upon Yitzhak now having a wife Abraham himself remarried that's and he right. married mm -hmm. a Canaanite <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and she bore him six sons mm -hmm. you know so truly father Abraham had many sons how many sons had father Abraham mm -hmm. father Abraham had many sons but I just I just just in now a foresight so now we kind of come to the end of, of this discussion where we see the sorrow mm -hmm. and the romance and the happiness and how Yah is always concerned about his people. He does expect us to, to in turn love him and worship him and praise him. Because mm -hmm. that's all he requires of us. Mm -hmm. You know, that we recognize him as Yah. Yah alone. And there is no other God. Mm -hmm. But he's the only God. And mm -hmm. so he'll certainly, despite the fact that we go through sorrowful times, mm -hmm. he has blessings mm -hmm. and, and moments of happiness for us as well. And yeah. so... I also think it's interesting how he must have taught all of his sons to, to reverence Yah yes. in a way because it's like they accepted the will of Yah for their mm -hmm. life. Like they weren't over here, like the next generation afterwards, they were, there was infighting and things that were happening. But that generation, he sent those, those kids away with, those children away with gifts. Correct. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and gave Yitzhak all that he had in terms of every, all that he his owned went to, all his possessions went, went to, to Yitzhak, Yitzhak and they got yes. gifts. Correct. We know in our generation, if our parent goes and we don't care we if we part. like the second wife, the third wife, whatever, we, we would be looking a little salty and feeling a little I, way. I, I but they think, just, they kept it moving. I think that the blessing that he put upon mm -hmm. them, while it might say gifts, was, was more significant mm -hmm. because they're then able to go off and, 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 do, and, things. and do things and start their, their own cities. And, but and it so couldn't compare. Having said honest. that, I realized mm -hmm. that maybe it as much as it seems harsh it is necessary because when mm -hmm. i compared it with the the half torah with david mm -hmm. because we see that when 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 um abraham sets it up mm -hmm. it is it is very evident that yitzhak right. is the chosen right. not to say that the others did not receive a blessing or an inheritance they did receive an inheritance but they behaved better than than esau that, did about Certainly. the situation. That's what I'm that saying. It's exact. kind of like whatever my lot, mm -hmm. it is well, this is so be the mm -hmm. will of Yah was kind of how I felt like they walked away with those things. We don't have stories I, I of them getting out of control and in, doing in, things in like that. In that case. Ishmael guess, tried it once when he was younger, but yeah, after but that, he, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like he came into his own because mm -hmm. again, when, when, when his father went to find him out there, mm -hmm. he had, he was blessed because he says okay. Yah would bless him. That was the promise Yah gave to Hagar that he would be blessed and he would bring forth a nation of 12 tribes himself. And so that blessing was upon him that when his father went to him, Yah's favor, he, for Yah's he, favor for was, a, was upon him, that's right. Okay. And so he, he didn't necessarily have 
he wasn't lacking. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, which is why he could go but spend time But I still think, we, as hum, let's think like human mm -hmm. beings and how it is. Even if you get a blessing, it's kind of like, think of, I, I don't want to put my I, brother I, I out there, but remember the cake saying. situation? Like, he got cake. You know, so yeah. there was a blessing on the plate, but he was, he looked and he's like, but this cake don't look like the size of, yeah. of yeah. my older sibling's cake. No, 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 <laughs> he's no. like, what's going on here? <laughs> I, I guess it depends on, on how we feel. So like. that's how I'm thinking of it. I'm like, for mm -hmm. them to, to have accepted, they all accepted the will of God. Now, yeah, granted, Ishmael had a bigger lesson, so mm -hmm. it seemed like he had grown from the time where he was, mm -hmm. at, if we read the book of Yeshua, acting mm -hmm. inappropriately. Correct. And stuff about it, and and so did Hagar. Right. They grew from that, and mm -hmm. so they weren't doing that anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, coming, you know, because we think, oh, that was Yah's will, and they they had no choice. But the they could have not even decided not to leave when when they were sent away. Mm -hmm. You know, and and start acting up mm -hmm. and and making a scene, but they just went away. They could have even like some others tried to plot revenge mm -hmm. in the future. That did not happen no, with this set set of people I, either. I, I think it's so important to think even in terms of mm -hmm. how Yah's instructions, if we really take it to heart, mm -hmm. which is what we, we're trying to grow, that it, it, it does have a way mm -hmm. of shaping and molding you. Right. You know, and, and so it's hard to come into contact. We know that with Haggai, when her father, you know, presented her to, to Abraham saying, this man is blessed, you need to go to this man. Yeah. That he, he didn't send her just so that she could just become a, a concubine. Mm -hmm. He sent her so that to receive of the blessing. she could receive of that blessing. And he did no. say that. He said, that's in Yashar Jubilee. It's in Yashar, right? And it says, even if she, I think it might be Book of Jubilee. But he says, even if she, if, if you become a servant in his household, yeah. you, you have to be blessed. Because that's mm -hmm. how much, it's like his pinky toe is blessed. It's just such a know? blessing. And I mean, I'm yeah. not saying that as an, as an excuse as to yeah. Yitzhak receiving all his mm -hmm. worldly things. But I do think that mm -hmm. not only did he pour... Yah's instructions into every one of his mm -hmm. children, but we knew that they would be blessed because they were his seed. Right. And 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 so I, I thought it was point. so amazing. So it's like knowing Torah, knowing mm -hmm. Yah's um, teaching and instructions was the the, the prize, Correct. not the thing. Not 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 the thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because with that, you know what I'm saying. But, okay, I can um, see that's the why behind it. Because I still I felt like they behaved really well correct. in the situation. Was my point. Mm -hmm. I, I thought about the fact that they would have to have received instruction, so they so they knew, yeah. you know. But I, I but wanted to just tie this to okay. maybe upcoming, because we don't necessarily realize. We think about, for example, I'm going all the way to Moses now, mm -hmm. where Moses runs away from Egypt mm -hmm. and he feeds east. Mm -hmm. Ironically, it's the east <laughs> where Abraham's sons went. Mm -hmm. They went to the east. Mm. Of Kush, mm -hmm. and so I'm just gonna just a, just a, a foresight, mm -hmm. and so it says, and it was at that time that Abraham again took a wife. Now that Isaac was married, and her name was Keturah, Keturah from the land of, of Canaan. Mm -hmm. So he marries a, a, a Canaan woman, and, and I would like to think she wasn't an ordinary Canaanite. That's just my belief, because I would think considering. Or considering Ishmael's first wife, not saying she was Canaanite, mm -hmm. she wasn't, she was Egyptian. Just her, her demeanor showed you mm -hmm. that, that she wasn't instructed in the way of Yah. Mm -hmm. But for, for the children, and I, and I say that because when you think of the Midianites mm -hmm. who Moshe runs into and takes him and provides him a wife, mm -hmm. the Midians mm -hmm. are 
the children of Abraham, which is also family to Moshe. Mm -hmm. and, and so you can see Moshe's wife. And her father, we were told, is a high priest. He knows the way of Yah. He, he, in, he instructs uh, Moshe. So let me just show you mm -hmm. that quickly. Right, because don't some of you sometimes when, when, um, mm -hmm. when he gives, when Moses' father-in-law gives instructions, really you wonder why he, why he, he, he listens. Knows. Yeah, he, like, like, why does like, he listen does to this guy when know? he's supposed to be sitting in, exactly. in as Yah's representative mm -hmm. and he's listening mm -hmm. to this guy over but, here? <laughs> having said that, and again, forgive us for yeah. kind of going ahead. I'm sorry. Into the next yeah. <laughs> Coming, well, by the time we get to Moshe, we but hope it will provoke remember you to study. <laughs> his his wife at the time, mm -hmm. because Moshe forgets to circumcise his sons, right? And she knows what to do, and she knows what to do. And sometimes we wonder how come where she, knew where she knew that from right. what to do. Mm -hmm. She is in the lineage of Abraham. So mm -hmm. let's show you that quickly. Mm -hmm. Abraham again took a wife in his old age, and her name was Keturah from the land of Kahanan, and she bore him Zimran, Jakshan, Midan, Midian, Ishbak, Shuak, mm -hmm. being six sons, and the children of Zimran were, and, and so it, it goes now into the breakdown of mm -hmm. those children's children, mm -hmm. right? And so they go off, let's, and the children of Midian, I just want to focus on the Midian because we talked about the fact that Moses will indeed encounter the Midianites. Mm -hmm. Son of Abraham mm -hmm. went to the east of the land of Cush, mm -hmm. east of Egypt. <laughs> I know it's Misraim, but and, and, and they found a large valley in the eastern country and they remained there and built a city and they dwelt there. That is the land of Midian unto this day. Mm -hmm. And these are the names of the sons of Midian, according to the names in their cities. Again, the one I want to focus on here is Hanok, Enoch. Mm -hmm. One of Midian's sons was named Enoch, Hanok. And right. the sons of Hanok were Reuel. Mm -hmm. Reuel is the person that we know as Jephro. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... I just wanted to, to make that point and just showing Yah really makes no mistakes when he does what mm -hmm. he does. I mean, I don't necessarily understand why. So Abraham how did he become Jethro from no, Reuel? Because well, usually at least the names look similar. <laughs> like I would have said he was Yephro or Yethro or something. Um, I mean, considering that mm -hmm. names are, I mean, well, the, the best yeah. I could say on that, mm -hmm. I, I think of going back to Moses, mm -hmm. that we know Moses as Moses Moshe. Which mm -hmm. is the name that the daughter and he had of, right, we of, discovered um, he had other names mm -hmm. of Pharaoh had given him because she, she drew, drew him out, out of the water. The water. Mm -hmm. But Moses had many a names. Mm -hmm. Moses was named by his sister, who watched him as he flowed down the river. Mm -hmm. He was given a name by his mother because mm -hmm. of that bond she felt with that child. Mm -hmm. He was given a name by his father because of the bond that he felt to that mm -hmm. child. Mm -hmm. And and so so he had several middle he names and then <laughs> of course we just know him as the name Moses or Moshe mm -hmm. but um, um, we know that 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 is the same person that is Jephro but it depends on the book that you read because if you read Joshua it refers to him mm -hmm. as really well but again well, if from you the do, Sefer it will be Yashar the, you know, mm -hmm. but if you go to mm -hmm. our standard Bible it would say Jephro mm -hmm. and of course we're giving you a pick behind the curtains but just showing you the lineage mm -hmm. you know and and so 
they, they may have been one that we focus on primarily, um, mm -hmm. but the chosen. But Abraham had several sons, and those sons were taught in the will, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and so the hope is that we could reconnect to Yah, because that, that is the one thing Rabbi always talks about, is bringing us back into that righteous mind of knowing who we are, and we could return back to the instructions mm -hmm. that was given even at the creation of Eden. Yeah, I think we're at the place where we're going to have to yes. start summarizing what we have left. <laughs> it's as you know, that's that's why I guess that's why the Torah portion can go throughout the entire right. day of Shabbat. Yeah. I mean, there's so much to this. You know, you know what, so what will you do it. with delighting in Yah all day right. long? Read the Torah and talk about it. You could yeah. be here all day long, as you I can mean, see, because we've only scratched the surface. The surface. We so, haven't even yeah. gotten to the half Torah. I don't think. No, but you know, actually, we, I, we I touched wanted to make one point. Because when, when you were talking about the uh -huh. gift that they had received, mm -hmm. just to tie in the half to the half Torah, and then we could mm -hmm. be done. That um, David, if I were to compare the two in terms of what Abraham did, mm -hmm. where he ensured that there was no question as to who would be his progenitor, his progenitor mm -hmm. in being um, Isaac. Mm -hmm. And I, I felt like with David, um, he hadn't really established mm -hmm. a clear line mm -hmm. of a session. Right. that so many of his sons, one trying to snatch it from him and another mm -hmm. trying to usurp the, um, the throne and, and name himself as king, not having been anointed or chosen. Mm -hmm. And so now David has to quickly establish, establish what, do you know, that yeah. Solomon is to be but maybe right that was Yah too, because I was thinking, why didn't he do like Abraham did, where exactly. it's like everybody knew from everybody the beginning, knew. this is what Yah said, because so he knew confusion. from the beginning. But seeing as how the, the brothers behaved mm -hmm. and the people, mm -hmm. that could have meant Sh Shlomo's life. Who it, knows? It, it it, instead of him being able to, to it rule as he could. Should. Have. Right, because even remember after he, he gets the he proceeds to go mm -hmm. to the throne, he has to deal in wisdom exactly. in order to keep it. That's right. You know, with because these brother issues. There there is still and again mm -hmm. the fact that just like with Abraham, you did have sons from different from different, and that's mothers. what I did think that. So too. there will be many certain, wives happening certain, here too. Certain so. issues, yeah, and everybody thinking that they are rightfully because mm -hmm. in fact, Adonijah, mm -hmm. who tries to usurp the throne, says to Bathsheba, "You know, rightfully, I be the one, right?" Mm -hmm. <laughs> because he's using the fact that he's the oldest son that he mm -hmm. should have been um, heir to the throne, and not mm -hmm. Solomon, who is younger. You know, but it is what it is, I guess. It, yeah. it was, and, and so Adonijah does admit that, yes, um, I'm not going to fight this. So again, knowing that, I guess there is some Torah in this, some understanding, some instruction that he says, this is Yah's will and I'm going to respect it. Mm -hmm. But do me a favor. Um, there was a, a young lady that was given to my father. Hmm. <laughs> could, could she be my wife? And, and... Let's not corrupt it. David hadn't slept with the girl. She, she just was his, um, she served him in his But dying, it represented you know, something. But it represented something. Mm -hmm. And so even then, maybe Adonijah is still trying to, to yeah. find a way in. Because yeah. technically, even though David had never consummated with this young lady, they, would have uh, they, they had him given as her to, mm -hmm. to David as, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, to be mm -hmm. his wife. Um, and so, but Adonijah knew that. But Solomon was wise enough to know, hey, this, this guy's trying some subtle way to 
-hmm. to regain some kind of authority. And um, yes, like he he wasn't going since he couldn't get him a directly written right. contract. He was trying to go for an implied one. Yes. Was by marrying was. Yeah. a lady that So it's like, yeah, you didn't say that, but by giving me her, you implied you it. Implied, yeah, <laughs> but let's, yeah. let's not just, we're going to wrap it right there. That's going to be, but that was the half Torah portion. But just show yeah, you the it difference. It comes from Mel Melechim Rishon, yeah, um, or 1 Kings 1, verse 1 to 31. So you could certainly read that yeah. yourself. And, and again, um, you may not, go ahead. You can, there's several, like, mm -hmm. um, Besora or Greek Hadashah portions. Um, the one that we were working with this time around was Miti Yahu. Um, chapter mm -hmm. 2, verse 1 through 23. Correct. I also wanted to point out that was Romans 4 that I was coming from with the by faith. I'm pretty sure most of you who are studying to show yourself a proof already knew that. But some of you are like me where it's like we don't always, like I remember the scripture and the application there yes. more than I remember chapter yes. and verse. So don't yes. come for me with that. <laughs> <laughs> Not what it's all in love. So again, yeah. just, just But be thankfully encouraged. my parents laid the foundation yeah, so I have some, some, some <laughs> yeah. information. Yeah. So we trust that any portion we didn't get to Mm -hmm. that we've hopefully sparked some desire, some interest that you would want to spend time and just go before you mm -hmm. and, and, and start to recognize the connection between all mm -hmm. these things. It's certainly a, a continuation in terms of that family lineage mm -hmm. up till now. And, and while we may have forgotten, mm -hmm. a time is coming where we shall be brought into memory mm -hmm. of who we are and the past that mm -hmm. our forefathers went through. You know, so we, 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 believe, we believe that. And so we trust that you will spend time knowing that there's a lot of meat there. <laughs> mm -hmm. But keep in mind, let's try to set things in order as we go through life and have experiences on a human level. And so we go through sorrow, we go through happiness. On a spiritual level, Yah is looking out for us. And, and so he knows the promises. Mm -hmm. And the promises have to be fulfilled because Yah said he's not a God who will lie mm -hmm. and so if he has given a promise he, that that will certainly be fulfilled so we thank you for this mm -hmm. opportunity to share with you and to just spend time before him mm -hmm. so thank you mm -hmm. for this time okay. Hallelujah. thank you thank you thank you um just briefly just in terms of summarizing um this portion once again was Chai sarah sarah lived we, we went through the situation where we see Sarah dies, mm -hmm. Abraham negotiates a tomb, a place for burial. Um, he sends to get a wife for his son. His son does get a wife, mm -hmm. and Abraham himself remarries and dies at a rightful old age and is buried mm -hmm. with his wife, Sarah, in the grave that he purchases. So that's briefly mm -hmm. what the Torah portion is about. So thank you all for his word. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Yeah, we thank you for your word, which is the bread of life unto us. It is our vital breath. It is everything. Hallelujah. It is how we are to live. Amen. And in your scripture, it says, man shall not live by, by bread alone, alone, but by every Amen. word that proceedeth out of the mouth of Yah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be unto your name. And so every word that proceedeth out of your mouth is what we want to and we choose to live by. And we thank you that you don't just leave us alone and forsake us, but you give us help along the way. It says, you are a keeper, our shade upon our right hand. The sun shall not smite us by day, nor the moon by Amen. night, but you shall preserve our soul from this time forth and even forevermore. You are a keeper. You are a Yah who sees us. You are an Elohim, Elohim, who sees us and keeps us. 
Hallelujah. not slumbering. Yes, we are grateful for everything, every word that proceeds out of your mouth, everything that you have done for us, even every task and every test. We thank you. We thank, thank you. you. We thank, thank you. you. Thank you. And we just wanted to act in obedience. It says, Wadabia Yahuwa El Moshe Lemor, Devai El Ahavon Wenel. Where El Benole Moor, Cothera, who had been a Israel, a Moorlachem. Yevore, her call Speak unto Ahamon and his sons and say, This is how you are to bless the children of Israel by saying unto them, May Yahweh bless you. And may he keep you. May Yahweh cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious toward you. And may Yahweh lift up his countenance toward you and may he give you They shall put my name on the children of Yashra'al, and I will bless them. Amen. May Yah continue to bless you and keep you and lift up his countenance towards you and be gracious toward you. As he has said, so it will be done. Amen, Amen. and hallelujah. Amen. Shalom Aleichem. Shabbat shalom, Shabbat shalom. and Shavuot Tov. Shavuot Tov.